2: Hey everybody, Arch here and it is Wednesday. Max, how's it hanging? Wow.
3: Be- better than uh, what the Nets were hanging last night in the first quarter. What was it? Two points that, that they uh, that they scored against the the mighty Boston Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I said. Listen, the, the Celtics defense is, is has been playing really good. I, I didn't expect it to do that yesterday. It, it basically laughed at the Kod. The Celtics defense laughed at the Kod, or more than likely, the the Nets' lack of offense laughed at the Kod and, and nodded in agreement. Um, yeah, good day, good day. Sports betting yesterday for me, uh, especially. Uh, um, the hockey stuff was was unbelievable. But yeah, I, I went undefeated in my sports betting yesterday. So, like, uh, you know, Panther gets to take his little uh, victory laps and I'll take I'll take one. I'll take one right now.
2: There you go. Good job. What's going on, Sex Panther?
1: Not as good a day. I went six and one. One <laughs> hockey play didn't go my way. And that hockey play was in the Panther parlay. So it didn't, that didn't hit, but uh, not, not, a, it was a good day betting wise, but not a good day of basketball watching wise. That Suns Sixers game was the only watchable game. Everything else was just a complete blowout. And when, when do you ever think you would hear LeBron say, we're not the Bucks"? And we're not even close.
3: <laughs> yeah, there's no fuck the bucks yesterday for you. That's for damn sure. They they dominated the fucking Lakers. That was a surprise. Uh, I you know it, it, it's weird about this Milwaukee team. They do seem to show up against what they consider to be. Competition. I, I won't call the Lakers competition at this point in time, but uh, name brand competition at yeah, least. Yeah. Uh, the Bucks show up, and and that's exactly what happened yesterday. And then you know, of course, I you know I, I did that money line on Orlando. I got a really nice payout on Orlando to win against Portland. And well, of course, right before the game, Portland decided to ship off CJ McCollum. So they, <laughs> they really didn't have anything going on there. Oh. Orlando fucking stomped them. I, I, it was insane. But yeah, the Panthers point. Uh, lots of teams got beat down yesterday, and a lot of teams actually made some trades. And they were all the teams that got beaten down, pretty much. The Kings, the Blazers, and and Pacers, all fucking lost yesterday. All made deals, and of course the Pelicans, um, they're the one team that has made a trade, a significant trade. And uh, they're 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 going to be in the thick of the playoff hunt in the West. And uh, but so far, no no significant playoff teams making trades. Panther, what do you, what do you say about that?
1: Is it is it coming? Is it coming today tomorrow? Well, I think it has to, you know, you look at the Lakers, for example, they've got to feel some sense of urgency here. They are this deep into the season, three games under 500. They just got bitch slapped by the bucks. Westbrook has been benched. Like the Lakers have to do something or this little swan song with, with uh, LeBron isn't panning out too well. I think the Sixers would like to do something, but whether or not they can get that trade partner for Ben Simmons is kind of out there. And then like, like we mentioned yesterday, Miles Turner, the Pacers are just imploding everything, mm-hmm. and uh, Miles Turner, he could be dealt in the next two days. But yeah, I think yesterday was just a, kind of just like the start of what we're going to see. There's got to be some more dominoes to fall here, and I think some of those teams that I mentioned are in
2: play. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what's. You think there's a lot? Do you think there's a lot happening behind the scenes we're not aware of, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's why nothing, nothing's really happening yet. You think it's... That, that, that's my guess. Okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of compl- uh, complex trades that are going on, and also, ult- uh, you know, um, and anytime there's like you know uh, salaries or big players or you know draft compensation or whatever, you're usually seeing three, four teams, and that's going to complicate things. I mean, think of a conversation between the three of us—how complicated it gets, right? And then you, you add a fourth person to the show, and then it's almost impossible to do the show, right? So you got to get rid of that fourth person and go back to the three. So that's usually how the trades work out—is you add a fourth person into the conversation, that doesn't work out well. You kick that fourth person out, and then the three people can figure out the trade. Um, that's usually how the nba goes well uh let's do a quick rundown and maybe panther you can kind of give your grades if you will some interesting ones you get the uh, i guess the big one is the uh the debonta DeBonta sabonis jeremy lamb justin holiday and a 2027 second round pick heading over to the sacramento kings for tyrese halliburton Buddy Heald and Tristan Thompson. Uh, of course, the bonus on All-Star, averaging uh, close to 19 points per game, 12 rebounds this season, the, the biggest um, star of the trade. Uh, a lot of, a lot of uh, playoff teams would love to have him. Instead, he gets to Meyer in, in utter sadness in Sacramento. And I guess on the other side, the Tyrese Halliburton is the biggest upside player that gets dealt there. Um, I guess Sacramento saying, hey, we already got the Aaron Fox. We don't need Tyrese Halliburton. So uh, wh- what do you make of this trade?
1: I really don't know what to make of this trade you know our, my initial reaction when I saw it was kind of scratching my head and a little confused I think Sacramento's just trying to shake something up because whatever they've been doing for the last three years hasn't worked and this team has had some names at every single position uh, the Buddy Healed experiment I think they gave up on a while ago so they were probably okay letting him go it had to hurt letting Halliburton go but that, just the commitment to De'Aaron Fox. Sabonis is a huge get for them. It makes you wonder if Rashawn Holmes' tenure there might be short-lived and he might be shipped out. For the Pacers, like I said, I don't think they're done. I, they already had gotten rid of Karis LeVert. Now they've gotten rid of Sabonis. I, with them getting Halliburton, I wouldn't be surprised if Brogdon gets shipped out now. And uh, then we still got Miles Turner. So for the Pacers, this has been an incredibly disappointing season. They're in complete rebuild mode, start over. Uh, Halliburton's going to be the guy, and they're going to build around him. I really don't know who else they could possibly be targeting, and they gave up. (laughs) That's the funny thing. They gave up a second-round draft pick in this deal, so it's not like they're acquiring draft picks. I want to see how this plans out, but I really don't know what direction they're going other than to build their team around Halliburton. I I give both teams a B, but they're both unfinished. It's kind of like there's unfinished work here.
2: <laughs> you think Rick Carlisle's getting a little, uh, getting a little, uh, little present every time they lose? Now you think, it? A- uh, yeah,
1: twenty thousand dollars.
3: You know, but it's, it's interesting too. I mean, you know, he's building that the Dallas Mavs team around, um, you know, a. a a point forward, if you will, as someone like, like Luca who can kind of do it all. I, I don't know if he's getting quite the same um, caliber of player with Travis Ty, Halliburton, but definitely uh, upside there. Uh, another team that seems to be just completely punting. You know, uh, Portland, of course, uh, shipped out Norman Powell uh, the, the other day, and now, uh, as I mentioned, they, they got rid of C.J. McCollum. Uh, they traded C.J. McCollum over to New Orleans. Uh, they get Josh Hart in return, uh, a couple other players here. But, of course, you know, McCollum is that big name. The, the, he's got the the extension that went into play, I think, a year ago. I think just the big salary kicked in this year. So they're blowing that whole thing up in Portland. They couldn't get it to work with uh, Lillard and McCollum. And now, fuck, hell, hell, hell of a fucking deal, I think, for the Pelicans, a team that started off really, really poorly, uh, managed to bounce back playing good ball. Once once Brandon Ingram got healthy, this team was clicking on all cylinders. And now you're adding C.J. McCollum to the mix. I think this is a playoff team now in the West. I think they can get into that play-in tournament for sure.
1: This was a good deal on the front line for the Pelicans, but those names, you know, Josh Hart, uh, Nickel Walker, some of these names, people don't know who they are, but th- these guys are really valuable bench players. So they traded some of their depth to get a guy like CJ McCollum. I think it's a great move for New Orleans. I think the best move for New Orleans was to be would be to get out of the West and maybe move over to the East. I'd, I'd like their ch- chances a lot better. But for Portland... Man, you know, they're getting rid of Powell. Now they've gotten rid of McCollum. Like, how much do they really expect Lillard to do here? And he's not even playing. So... Um, man, this is a full punt and I have no idea what, they are they going to move Nurkic? Or are they going to move Lillard? I think Lillard actually has to get dealt at some point, maybe not in the next two days, but maybe within the next year, Um, that they may do a pacer and just completely start over. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Lillard's been in the league eight or nine years. So you're not dealing with like a Halliburton two-year guy. He's a veteran, and I think they might end up having to move him in the near future as well. So, a good move. I, I, I think it's A for New Orleans, but uh, an incomplete for Portland. I have no idea what they're really doing.
3: Salary relief. Uh, I think that, that, that move to get rid of McCollum gets them under the uh, luxury tax. So now they're, they're not going to be overpaying for a team that isn't going to make the playoffs. I mean, Portland is what? Uh, last time I checked, they were in that 10th seed. They, they're probably going to drop off now. Uh, let me check this out. But uh, you know, th- this is a team that, couldn't get through the playoffs, even with with their top two guys. They had a couple of seasons where the remember was it last year? Or, you know, that you're like, oh, man, Portland's my sleeper team to make the finals. And they once again kind of shit the bed in the playoffs. So maybe they just realized that it's this wasn't going to work. And, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think Lillard becomes a, a, a huge trade asset. Um in the offseason, he's got to get healthy, and I think a lot of teams would be clamoring to get him. Uh, just looking at the standings right now, yeah, Portland just fell out of the tenth spot. New Orleans has that tenth spot in in the West right now, so uh, Portland, you know, looking looking up. Um, but I mean, there's a couple of teams. You see, we keep talking about how 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 bad the East is, um, and maybe it's because they get to play each other. But every single team in in the East in the playoffs is is above 500 right now. Uh, if you're looking at the west there are currently three teams in the playoffs that are under 500 and portland at 21 and 34 san antonio at 20 and 34 sacramento at 20 and 36 oklahoma city at 17 and 36 still all have a chance to make the fucking play in (laughs) tournament in the west the only team that is absolutely out of it and not even by that much is the houston rockets with 15 fucking wins on the season so i i get it maybe it's stiffer competition the team the games are harder to play in the west the schedule is a bit tougher you know strength schedule wise but there's some shitty teams that are going to make the fucking western conference play in games at least and uh, portland might not be one of those shitty teams oh, man can you imagine all
2: right <clears throat> anything else we need to be aware of on this trait anything anything else major just the think rumors favorite. right
3: i mean just the rumors that are going on What's still. some of the rumors well, I mean, we we talked about the James Harden thing ad nauseum, and I think that those rumors haven't died down. In fact, I think they've heated up a bit mm-hmm. over the last day, uh, including possibly a, th- a third or fourth team in the mix. Uh, OKC might get in on the action to try to uh, bolster up and get some uh, some some trade capital uh, in there as well. Uh, it's going to be complex to make all the salaries and stuff work, and, and you know, I don't know if the Nets are fucking jumping up and down to get Ben Simmons in return. I I think there's an eye to say it's like Ben Simmons needs to be dealt as part of this getting Jimmy Harden to the Philadelphia 76ers. But we don't know which team actually wants Ben Simmons. We do know that Sacramento wanted Ben Simmons, but would not give up Tyrese Halliburton for Ben Simmons. They gave up Tyrese Halliburton for DeMontis Sabonis. So that just kind of tells you where people's heads are at with the value of Ben Simmons right now and how overinflated they think the value is uh, the Daryl Morey trying to get as much as he can for,
1: for Ben Simmons. He's damaged goods right now. No one really fucking wants him. We wants to overpay for him. Well, I think that's the problem. I think there's some teams out there that would take a chance on Ben Simmons, but you're not going to take a chance by giving up an, an all-star player and three future first-round draft picks. Uh, Morey is just asking way too much, but those are the big names. And Westbrook's name has popped up. You still have Jeremy Grant with uh, the uh, Detroit. That I think he's going to get moved. Um, so there, yeah, there's still plenty of big names out there uh, that could still um, be moved. I know Jalen Brunson's name has come up. Emmanuel quickly from the Knicks. Uh, some other guys: Drogic, Boucher. There, there's plenty of names out there. Toronto is also one of those teams that I think is over, really overproduced this year. That could probably go out and, and move some pieces and make their little run here a little bit more solid. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of funny. We did the show yesterday, and all this stuff happened, like, boom, boom, really fast. I kind of expect the same today. I think we're going to see some more movement today, so it'll be exciting. I love this trade deadline shit.
2: I know you do. I know you do. You're, uh, you're the closet GM. I really am. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that'll be fun to talk about tomorrow. I think for today, though, we should take a breather. Yeah, let's
3: talk about OddsJam. Developed by Stanford Engineers, OddsJam is an innovative solution designed to identify mathematically profitable betting opportunities. They have the fastest real-time data. Helps spot discrepancies mm-hmm. between different sportsbooks. Helps users like Arch place profitable bets. He can, he does pretty good on his own, but OddsJam makes it even better. I've been noticing right time to time. Yeah, profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There's no catch. Just the smartest betting software on the market. You got to use that link in the description, though, so they know that you're an absolute degen.
2: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. NBA, not a lot of games. Mm-mm. You like many?
3: No. I, I, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, betting the house on the Spurs, of course. <clears throat> of course. Bulls oh, just, and oh. Hornets is the game I'm going to focus in on. Uh, both teams dealing with kind of uh, some slumping play as of late. I faded Charlotte a few times recently, and I've made some money by fading Charlotte, and, and I have mentioned it ad nauseum, is, is that their shooting has just been ice cold. This is a team that was one of the best in the game effective field goal percentage-wise, but now they're one of the worst recently. Now, that should balance out, right? You can not you can't go on cold streaks forever. It should balance out more towards the norm. But uh, right now, their cold shooting has led to a five-game losing streak, Chicago, we know their issue. They've been dealing with a slew of injuries. It's resulted them in losing three of their last five games. Uh, last one was a close loss to Phoenix, so maybe that's an indication that they're on the verge of turning things around, able to keep things close with Phoenix. Um, you know, it's, it's usually a good thing. Team uh, kept it close yesterday, the Sixers. They still lost. Good job. Uh, we almost had a KOD <laughs> on that one too. We, almost busting uh, bus KOD anyway. Uh, Bulls only fourteen and thirteen on the road this year, which is kind of odd because you do look at their numbers and they're the seventh best shooting team on the road on the season. So then you have to point the finger at the defense. Uh, they give up one hundred and ten point six points per game on the road. As, that's pretty much like close to being a bottom ten team in the league defensively, and their defensive defensive efficiency kind of ranks almost right there at the bottom too. So. I think they're lucky at this point to catch Charlotte in the middle of a cold streak. Uh, Bulls' offense should be enough to power them to a win today, even if their defense falters a bit. I like the Bulls. $10 money line bet on Chicago.
1: You know, on the surface, I really do like the Bulls here. But you look a little deeper. They've got some names that are going to be floated out there at the trade deadline. Patrick Williams is out. I'm expecting him to potentially get traded. Lonzo has been out. He's been their true point guard. You guys know how I feel about point guards not being on the on the floor. Uh, and their rookie, Desunimo, uh, is also sitting this one out. He's had some uh, shooting woes the last couple games. So there's a little bit of depth and some question marks with the Bulls, with their players potentially being traded. Um, they've played better even though they lost against elite competition. Philadelphia and Phoenix are really good teams. The thing that stands out for me here with Charlotte, though, is of those five losses, four of them were at home and three of them weren't very close. I mean, we're, we're talking 15-point blowouts in three of those games at home. And that just gives me a little bit of pause. I think the Bulls are the play, but I'm watching this line get better for them. I saw it at five and a half, then I saw it at four when the show started. Now I'm uh, seeing three and a half.
3: Really? I I, I couldn't I, find I, that. I didn't, I didn't five, five and a half. No, I saw this open at minus one, and now it's at minus three in most books. It seems like it's getting worse for the Bulls. I'm looking. I, I, yeah, I, I didn't see I'm minus looking. five. Yeah,
1: I'm seeing. Well, like I said I'm seeing three and a half now, but I saw four fifteen minutes ago. So maybe maybe there's some shenanigans going on. That just gives me enough reason to not at
2: this game i'll lean the bulls but i don't like what's going on bulls ten dollars got it in there's one book yeah, left yeah, that two and a yeah, half two and a half yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no i like the bulls an awful lot today they should win no problem i would think uh yeah and it's indicative of how the line's moving i can't find what Panthers saw that five i don't see it anywhere but that doesn't mean obviously it doesn't exist i don't watch everything but Oh, there was a three at one point. It did look like there was up to three. Um, but yeah, I think the Bulls cover $10. bucks. All
3: right. Uh, next one, and last one up for me. Golden State at Utah. Warriors putting their nine-game winning streak on the line today, heading to Utah, taking on a Jazz team that's riding a three-game winning streak. Utah mostly healthy, although Rudy Gobert is still a bit banged up. And even worse for him, and we were talking about trade rumors, he could be traded by tomorrow. Uh, a few days ago, rumors resurfaced about a fractured relationship between him and Donovan Mitchell, and it's nothing new, really. I mean, a few years years ago, you got to remember, same kind of conversations cropped up. They worked through it. Uh, they had a stellar regular season. Uh, but apparently now it just seems that it, it's getting worse. Um, and, and if you can trade Rudy Gobert right now, I think you can catch a ton of fucking value. I think teams would definitely pay a, a high premium to get Gobert right now. So we'll see. Uh, I think the Warriors, they're going to get their popcorn ready. They're ready to watch the drama. Uh, for, for Golden State, their drama left a few years ago to Brooklyn, so they're drama-free. Uh, they're still dealing with a couple of injuries, but you know, playing really good basketball – Uh, Something seems off about this one, though, right? You know, I expected the Warriors to be the favorites, uh, especially with no Gobert or or Gobert being banged up. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to jump into this Panther-sized trap (laughs) and bet $10 on the Warriors' money line.
1: this is what I was talking about when I I had this uh, idea in my head what a line should be, and then you wake up and look at it like, wait, what? Uh, Yeah, Golden State looks like they're going to be without Bajelica, Klay Thompson, James Wiseman, Iguodala, they're all sitting out. They've been without Draymond. He's still going to be out. puts a lot of pressure on Curry to carry the load here, which he's been able to do. Um, But all those guys missing, I think, is why the line is the way it is. I still can't get to the side where Utah is the favorite without Rudy Gobert. And it looks like Rudy Gay is questionable now as well. So, this is a close one with all these injuries and guys missing and sitting out. I I I can't touch it. I'll lean Golden State. Um, but I don't like this game either.
2: Yeah, it's always tough to decide how true the line you're getting for the Warriors is. It, it if it's plus two and a half, does that mean it's really plus five if it's someone else? It's it's hard to argue, but goddammit, I can't I can't resist this one. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it too. I'm gonna jump on the Warriors plus two and a half for ten bucks. And I did see that line. Uh, MGM had the Bulls minus four and a half at one mm-hmm. point, and then it just shot straight down.
3: I, I probably saw themselves a little bit exposed there. I think so. I yeah. Minus four and a half is, is a little bit high on that one. But yeah, I, it, wow. Yeah. Uh, it depends on, I guess, uh, is that where ESPN gets their lines, I think, Panther? They get them from MGM. So that's probably. Uh, right. but, yeah, so
1: that, that be, yeah, that would
3: be.
1: No. MGM not Caesars,
3: so. Oh, is it? is it? Well, either way. Uh, that's it for me. Those are my two games. Panther, uh, you got.
2: No I got two
1: different ones. So uh, let's take a look at the Toronto Raptors going to Oklahoma city. You know, Toronto has been playing some incredibly good basketball of recent. And we did talk about how it looks like they potentially could make some plays here. I think some players, some depth players could maybe sit out because of some trade rumors, uh, but going against Oklahoma city who won't do anything. I, I don't anticipate them making any moves and they're going to have giddy and Shea Gilgis, Alexander on the floor, I don't think the Thunder win here, but nine and a half with them at home seems like a little bit too many. So I'm going to take the Thunder here plus the points for 10 bucks.
3: A little bit shocking here. I was expecting you to eat that shock in the, <laughs> that Toronto. Uh, but I'm with you, man. There's a moral support. I think uh, OKC can keep this within nine, nine and a half points. I think they can keep it close enough. Um, I know we've talked about it. It's a time of the season where, where, you know, you're betting the favorites, but even, even Tor- Toronto's, a good team. They're not like a dominant great team. I i think they win this one. I don't know if they win it by, you know, ten points though. So a lean on OKC.
2: Yeah, leaning OKC here here as well. Just couldn't couldn't quite get to the place where I, I wanted to. So just, just a lean. What's a blowout in the NBA? Is it ten points? Is that a blowout?
1: I would think so, yeah. I would say, yeah, I would say over yeah. ten points is considered a blowout. Okay. It's yeah. yeah. curious. Although recently it looks like fifteen and twenty, Fifteen the yeah, average true, blowout. True, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which which will be my segue to the next game. We're going to look at the Minnesota Timberwolves going to the Sacramento Kings. Second game of a back to back. They literally just did this in Sacramento two days ago. And we're going to do, oh, actually, I guess it was yesterday. Um, we're going to do it again. Minnesota beat them by 20 points. And now Sacramento, they have, they're they missing all those players. All their incoming players aren't going to be ready. They're going to be without Rashawn Holmes. They're going to be without Marvin Bagley. Harkless is banged up. Doesn't look like he'll play. And then they still don't get Jeremy Lamb and Sabonis and, and uh, all these pieces coming in. I don't know who the fuck's going to sit on the floor for the Kings. Nine points almost doesn't seem like it's enough. Uh, so yeah, I'm putting ten bucks on Minnesota for a back-to-back ditch slapping.
3: <laughs> yeah, I I know Panther loves trade deadlines. Uh, I'm I'm always apprehensive because I gotta fucking manipulate data so goddamn much to get things to work out the way I need to. And it was just looking at this game, and I was like, I don't want to fucking deal with this. There's just so many goddamn variables. Uh, my gut reaction is, it's not like the Kings could play any worse right so i mean i'll lean sacramento here getting the getting the points but uh panther's probably right this could be an absolute fucking slaughter once again
2: yeah i think you're probably right panther i'm leaning that way it's just too many unknowns for me to really do much with it so yeah whatever you're probably going to cash this one that's all i've got for the hardwood one more we are going to cleveland uh, Spurs are coming to town. I can already feel Max is just tightening up, even mentioning the name. But I like the Cavs today. Uh, minus six and a half is the best line I can get. I think they can do it. I think they can take care of the Spurs. I'm going to put 10 bucks. Cleveland rocks.
3: Yeah, I, I got this uh, close. I think I have Cleveland winning this game by about five, maybe six points. So I think the, the six and a half is, is kind of a stretch. But uh, yeah, I hate, the, I hate the goddamn Spurs. And I, uh, I just saw uh, did John, did John Murray made the all-star game, right? He's
1: a, he's a replacement player. No. that's horseshit <laughs> I was come right out and say, that's shit. How, how the fuck is that guy not well we already talked about literally Andrew Wiggins over to John T. Murray yeah. Give
3: me but he's an all-star now so congrats to him I love this Cleveland Cavaliers team and I don't think they're done at the trade deadline either I think they probably have a couple of things up their sleeve to try to make a push in that east uh, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll lean this San Antonio team that I shall not speak of with those points
1: yeah, this one's really crazy. I've, I saw it saw open at six and a half. Mm-hmm. Then a half hour ago, it was down to five and a half. Now I'm seeing it back up to seven. Things all over the place right now. Karis LeVert is day-to-day. Darius Garland's out. Lori Markin out. I mean, I love this Cavs team, but they're just kind of – working their way through some injuries. I I still think they win this game, but the six and a half and seven uh, is just a little too many for me to eat. So I'm going to lean the calves, but
2: I I had to stay away from it. Well, if that line reading that you saw is right, then Max is right. It's going to be right around five points. That's, that's a sweet spot. All right, that's it for me. Let's head over to the ice.
3: I got a couple games in the national hockey league. Let's start off Nashville at Dallas. Uh, Dallas been a very good home team for, I don't know what Gears Panther, Dallas have been a good home team. Um but I mean Nashville is one of my favorite teams, one of the top teams in my overall rankings. If they stay healthy, I think they'll be in the thick of a Stanley Cup playoff race in a few months. Predators have won 4 of their last 5 games. Now granted the competition there has not been very good for them, but they won all of those games by multiple goals. Stars they should put up a fight, but grabbing I did have this at a plus line on 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 the Predators. I think I can still uh I got plus 100. 100. I got, yeah, anyway, fuck. Uh, If you can find any plus line, I think it's it's a solid play. And even if you get a slight minus line, I think Nashville outright wins this
1: one uh, $10 bet on the Predators. Yeah, the line movement would indicate you're on the right side here. It's hard to say. Both these teams um, are are pretty good, but we haven't seen anything since the All-Star break. This is literally the first game since the first for both teams dallas had lost two of their last three at home uh so i but i really don't know how much any of that recency plays here since they haven't played in a week and a half i'm with you i like nashville here uh and i like the way the mine is moving their direction so uh but i'm not on it i just okay. leaned it so i lean on the predators
2: it's another one of these hockey lines that i'm not really sure why it opened the way it opened if that's right. accurate yeah right. minus 142 on the stars no, not the way they were playing going into the All Star break. So yeah, yeah, I like Nashville here.
3: I got, yeah, I, I mean, Nashville a fifty four percent implied probability here. So yeah. I yeah. think uh, you know I have some wheel room even if it hits a minus line. But I did grab it at a, at a plus line earlier. Uh, last one up for me. Let's talk about Golden Knights and the Flames. Uh, hit on Vegas yesterday. It was one of the teams that I, I I made some money on. Now it's time to fade them. Calgary. They've won four of their last five games. They had that week off, so they should be rested, ready to go. Uh, Laurent Broussau uh, was in goal yesterday for the Golden Knights. He was absolutely stellar. That means Robin Lehner should get the start for Vegas tonight. And his last game over a week ago, he stopped 30 shots. But he did give up two fucking goals to the Sabres, which I think is is, is worse than stopping 30 shots. You know, In fact, there's 32 shots on goal by the fucking Sabres. You give two of them, that's not good. Overall, I mean, he's been good lately. Lehner's been good, I think. So perhaps maybe he can kind of keep them in this one. But Calgary's offense, we know what they can do. They don't put up high-danger shots. They don't put up quality shots. They put up volume shots. (laughs) And I think it eventually is going to lead to laner cracking tonight. So a $10 bet on Calgary.
1: Yeah, my my play here is I am on this game, but my play here has a lot to do with kind of thinking how we do in football with teams that have a bye week and time off, and teams that played recently. Vegas did play last night in a four nothing win over Edmonton. Calgary, like you mentioned, hasn't played since Groundhog Day. Uh, I think that maybe comes into play here. Vegas is you know got their blood going. They got out there and take some checks and hit the boards. And uh, I think for me that matters um so look i think vegas is the better team and i'm catching them with a plus line i will jump on the golden knights again for the second time for 10 bucks
2: split decision i like it i do think calgary wins but once you get to this minus 137 minus 140 uh, that's a little that's a little high it's a it's a little high for me yeah i bet it is a little high yeah so i mean (laughs) i'm looking at the golden knights here with the plus line
1: okay uh that's it for me panther what else you got I just got one more. Let's take a look at Chicago going to Edmonton. We just talked about Edmonton getting slapped around by Vegas. Make no mistake. Chicago is not Vegas. They headed into the break playing incredibly poorly, getting outshot eight to one in their last two games. And that was at home. Uh, Edmonton's pretty good at home at 12 and nine. They had shown signs uh, before the break of getting back to that offensive prowess that we saw earlier in the season. I think against the Blackhawks, uh, they can put up some goals. So uh, I like Edmonton at home. It's a little chalky. I'm going to put 20 bucks on the Oilers. Yeah.
3: I'm going to lean Edmonton with you. It's a little bit out of my comfort zone here. I got this. I I was close though. I I I think you're on the right side. I do think they win, but uh, looking at the implied probability, it's it's a little too close from comfort for me. So, moral
2: support lean on the Oilers. What are they? Minus 175? So that's like what 63? Uh
3: yeah, I had this uh, yeah, 65, right? Well, Six- no, I had this uh, no, I had this mi- minus 185. So, 175, yeah, it's probably about 63. Yeah, yeah. That's a- I have this I have this at 61. So, it's close. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, I do think Edmonton wins, but paying minus 175, that, that seems like it's a little too high. But you're gonna, you're probably gonna cash it, yeah,
1: right. I just need him to win <laughs> the, the, the 60%. This needs to be one of those 60%. So that's all I got for the ice.
2: All right, got a couple comments. Iceberg says
3: it was not a good no, day for no, him. No, 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 Boston did not do well for him. No,
2: something fishy about that. I'm gonna say Bulls game, I'll, I'll Bulls game. Bulls yeah. game to fix that for you. Dallas Stars. How stars money line um, fading me. Wow. Yeah, fading you. you. Yeah. A chicken shit play of the day is Arizona <laughs> plus one and a half.
3: Listen, I think there's there might be value in fucking Arizona. Just betting the outright win there. Um, I, you know, granted, I have Seattle with the implied probability like 69. Nice percent Whoa. of the time. But I mean, Seattle minus 265. I, I come on against anyone, even Arizona. I think I think. Yeah, pro- he's probably right.
1: I think some teams are jumping on Arizona because I'm seeing Seattle minus 230 now. Oof. Yeah. So, yeah, I I thought about that one. But I'm telling you, the lottery tickets have not worked for me. So I just stayed
2: a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we talked about some NBA trades. It's all heating up now. We talked about uh, basketball and hockey, Max. That's it. That
3: is it. Download the DJ's app for Android and iOS and let us know anything that our picture your picks. Anyone's picks over on Twitter at betting. Absolute, no matter what you listen to, please. Highest rate. comment, subscribe. Download listen to every single episode. Panther. Take us
1: Panther parlay time. Hopefully the hockey gods don't screw it up this time. I like the Oklahoma city thunder, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and we're going to take those Vegas golden Knights. That'll be your Panther parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook. We are on Twitter. Give us a shout out. Call us out by name. We will holler back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today when it's all said and done, kids. It's all make some money, fools.
3: Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.